The Saline Solution presents Naked, the podcast series that pairs it all, real life experiences, how they were dealt with, and the lessons learned. Facing the person in the mirror always makes us check ourselves, accept our past, and guides us to make the decisions that are best for our peace of mind. Are you naked? Here's your host, Saline Griffith. This podcast is for adults 18 years and over. When everything goes wrong, you see some bad. But I'm just a soul whose intentions are good. Oh, Lord, please don't let me be misunderstood. Oh, misunderstood ain't gotta be explained. But you don't understand me, so let me explain. <laughs> Stood in the heat, the flame, the snow. Please slow down. Hey y'all, welcome to episode 8 of season 3 of the Naked Podcast. I can't believe we're almost to the end of season 3. So I wanted to share a story with you. This episode is called Accepting My Flaws, Living with Dyslexia. And of course, the month of October is Dyslexia Awareness Month. And I uh, really wanted to highlight that part of it because so it, it's so, it's not really a, a, a disability per se or a disability that prevents you from learning. It really has nothing to do with that. It's something that you just have to know how to manage throughout your life. And stumbling upon Brendan Braffitt, who is a member of the Dyslexia Association of Trinidad and Tobago, I decided to have this conversation because Dyslexia could be present in so many of our families that we don't know, right? So we wanted to share our stories. We wanted to get naked about our stories. And if it's anything that you can identify with, um, feel free to check out the Dyslexia Association because you can get so much information and assistance as well. All right, so let's get naked with Brendan. I was like five when I was diagnosed with it only because they held up my book you know the tick line the big line copy book they held uh-huh. it up to the mirror and that's how my kindergarten school, school teacher was able to read what i wrote because it was perfectly, perfectly back to front from the right oh. side of the page going to the left oh and, that was uh, so that is how my parents recognized it well my teacher told my parents and they recognized it but right. They used to just laugh at me for talking back to front. Always. <laughs> oh, and still do it all the time. All the time. And um And there's the career you in, eh? You talking back to front and you're in, in, in media. Well, I incorporate it. I incorporate it because I tell people, listen, I didn't tell them about the dyslexia until like during this week here, because this right. month is actually um dyslexia awareness month. Right. But I didn't tell them, you see, around the nine o'clock hour, the final hour of my radio show, when right. I'm hungry. <laughs> It's tricky. <laughs> it's real bad. It's real bad. So I just incorporated and I said, yeah, you all know when I started talk back to front like this is because it's time to go eat. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. but um, it's very common. People, people know about it. My friends and stuff, they've gotten accustomed to it in the sense that when they start to speak back to front too, around me, yeah. they'll be like, yeah, you're sharing your thing now, Gil. <laughs> right. Right. That's right. your experience too. No, no, I don't, I don't think I have a, a, a speaking um, issue. Mm-hmm. Um, again, it manifests itself in different people in different ways. Some Correct. people with 
with speech, some people challenge with numbers, some people challenge with words, some people challenge with all. Yeah. Um, yeah. People have problems with the writing. And mm-hmm. I think even uh, what they've identified as well is that a lot of us have challenges with other languages. So Correct. Other languages, just English hard enough. <laughs> so, <laughs> so the challenge is a whole other language and another level of pronunciation and yes. remembering. I, I'm challenged with Spanish all my life. I, I do a little Spanish cafe with my friend Amanda Panda. Uh-huh. I don't know. Hey, Amanda, cool. I, uh-huh. I don't know what's going on. I just still feel like um like I can never pass Spanish. I don't know what's going on. Keep going, man. But Keep going. You'll get there. I'm one fighting day. a good fight. I'm <laughs> fighting a good fight with the, with, with, with interpreting and fighting this dyslexia as an adult. Huh? Yeah. But you know what I was, you know what I noticed is that you have to be born with it. You have to be born. It's not something that develops yeah. in your later life, right? So you have to be born right, with right. it. It's something you that's you in your family. It. I don't you even don't know. Like, you, can't get, you can't get it. You, you understand? <laughs> I don't even know anybody in my family who has it. Right. Because it wasn't a conversation that we had growing up. Yes, I was diagnosed. And because it didn't present itself very heavily in my education, my parents mm. didn't pay it any mind. I went for therapy like around five, between the ages of five to six, and that was it. Right. Because, yeah, it was corrected. Right. right. But we didn't. Corrected. Corrected, yeah, because we didn't pay attention to it. Um, but now that I'm doing my reading up and stuff on it, because you're aware, um, you realize that reading for me was always a challenge. Not that I can't, mm-hmm. I can't read. I don't like to. Same so, thing here. Yeah. I don't like, like to it. read. One, it doesn't hold my attention, no matter how interesting the book is. Two, right. the words literally leave the page. I remembered um, an exam I was doing for marketing. I left the exam. I failed the freaking mm. exam because <laughs> I had to walk out. Why would you do? Why would you print an exam on fluorescent pink paper anyway? Right. So they did that, and um, the words were raised on the page. I got a migraine subsequent, but I couldn't do it. And mm. again, in further reading and stuff, you realize that people with dyslexia, you tend to see things looking a little. Or when you're tired, you see the words starting to fuse on the page. Right. Well, you ever saw that? When I was when I was in UE, I remember one once I was writing an exam, and um, I spent about ten minutes trying to spell the word "thus," T H U S, thus. I can spell it now, but I talking about I use all again is is the acronyms, all the different acronyms D U S. T-U-S, trying to spell it, and I fall up like, I get like a spasm in trying to, mm. and even now, I think in some instances, like when I post, in, now I'm in real estate now, right? Mm-hmm. So like when I'm posting places like Aranguez, right. and I write in <laughs> trying to spell Aranguez, believe it might sound very simple to the common man, but I, but uh-huh. I mean, fall up. Uh-huh. You have you can't like Siri can't help you. No, no. You have to spell it. You have to spell it to Google it. So, <laughs> so to Google, you understand what I mean? It's like, of course I do. So as adults, these these simple things that people just psh, go yes. over become yeah. becomes hills for us because I for I I talk about five minutes trying to spell a word yeah. to proceed with another action, yeah. and these are some of the challenges that I have faced. Right. You know. Right. 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 I've seen that a lot. Well, 
my one of my bosses before he i well i could diagnose him now because reading up on it alone he's like but wait now he had dyslexia <laughs> because yeah, yeah. the man can spell to save his life he will always yeah. message me how to spell this how to spell that and it's so common yeah. because right. um and again, it doesn't have anything to do with your IQ or your level of intellect no. at all. Because I, and I, I, look at listen, us. <laughs> I, have a, I, have a famous, I have a famous story of this girl in primary school named Tishana. Mm -hmm. And I was writing a, a love letter to another girl named Mama. I think her name was Petal. I'm not sure. And I <laughs> wait, asked Tishana. Wait, wait. What was her name? Petal, I think. Petal? I'm not sure if it was Petal. I think. No, the girl. I was writing a love letter to Carla, uh -huh. and I asked Tishana how to spell beautiful. <laughs> boy, Tishana, Tishana roast me, boy. Tishana roast me. Tishana, Tishana tell the rest of the class that I can I like, I tried, because the, the love letter was A, you are adorable, B, you are so beautiful, and I follow by beautiful. I can even go on to the rest of the alphabet. I reach B and follow up. <laughs> Mom used misspelling because the rest of my family bright, like mm -hmm. straight off parents are doctors and yeah. my sister, my sister got a scholarship at 20 and was in foreign university and other yes, mother yes. sister was struggling a little bit, but it's just because of application now. She right. didn't apply herself at that time, but later in life, she blossomed really well. Awesome. And I was just unable to cope, like school was my thing. I, I cry during dictation, like dictation was my worst subject. Yeah, of course. I'm helping me spell kitchen now. So what she used to do is give me a spell kitchen in the gallery. And I would walk through the house into the corridor and walk back to the front. And then she'll ask me how to spell it again. Mm -hmm. I would spell it. I would say C-I-T-C kitchen. <laughs> and when I come back down the corridor, it's a key I use in. Yeah. And, yeah. and it's, 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 she, go on, she go on beat me like, yo, you gotta, you gotta get this. But Brendan, so, do you think it has anything to do with your visual? Are you do you have a photographic memory by chance? I but let me tell you how I but you see how you said you you your your writing was back to front. Mm -hmm. I used to put words in places that they weren't there. So I remember it had a story called Miser's Goal. Mm -hmm. And in Miser's Goal, I remember someone reading it and I couldn't read it. So I remember their story. And I, when the teacher, my mom came in school, the teacher was, I was reading it, right? Faking, I was reading. And the teacher closed the book. And I, I just continue reading. I just continue voicing, like yes, if I was yes. reading now. So hey. it is all these different ways in which we as dys dyslexic people cope in our current yes. education system. Yes, yes. So to act, no, it's almost like we acting normal. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. We not. And, and, like yesterday on our radio program, CT105, they, they interviewed me and they asked if it could lead to bullying and lead mm. to negativity in that way because the kids can't cope in the current system. So in some instances, they are bullied. And in some yes. instances, they become the bully. Mm -hmm. And I mean, in my case, I don't know if I was bullied. I suppose I was to some extent. But it was more along the lines of a struggle. It's more like, like a car fit into the, the, the model that is yeah. created for education then. And that was a struggle for me. Yeah. I totally agree with that. So then I wondered, 
what does our local um, Ministry of Education do about it? Because, you know, we have special ed, but yet dyslexia is like, you're not, it's not a real disability that's noticeable. You can't see it. Correct. You can't see it. And, and you know, it, you but the, the person finds ways. It. Yeah. <laughs> the person will find a way to work around it, as you said just now, because we want to fit yeah. in. Yeah. And so our strategies will always be, we work a little harder at mm -hmm. disguising it, not specifically right. disguising it. I want to take a note of that because that's exactly what we do. Yeah, but we are disguising it without even knowing that that's what we're doing. But this is us living, right? And so when you, when you find yourself looking at your own children now, because my son, I was like, why? He's very much like me. His attention span is like this, this, this long. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I'm now wondering if this child has dyslexia and I never noticed it before. Right, right. Because he doesn't like, he's like me, very, he's a visual learner as well. He prefers the right. visual. He prefers to speak rather than to read. Right. And th those are the telltale signs, but it doesn't necessarily have to be dyslexia, if you know what's No, mean. it doesn't have to be. Yeah. But yeah i think based on the ministry and i'm talking on like on behalf of the association right right so about i think last year i i joined the dyslexia association of awesome. mm -hmm. as a board member mm -hmm. i wanted to i wanted to volunteer towards this cause because i feel while i could like try and join the road tree or you know like a lions or something like that mm -hmm. i felt that i needed to be in a cause that i could naturally grasp at like yes. i really want to help people who are dyslexic and they they asked me to jump on board and i'm happy to be there um, i just want to mention a few people because it's always yes, formal yes. so um this katrin kelshaw she's the chairman mm -hmm. they have um somebody like stacy bridge lal singh she's a tutor gail young jordan these people as well as a, a wider group of us um and i'm not saying us i'm saying us but i didn't teach nobody Right. They um they've they've thought over 12, 1,200 teachers, mm -hmm. right? That's some of these successes. In nineteen ninety, wow. they they applied for concession from the Ministry of Education to get extra time for people sitting the CAPE exam, mm. and so they have they had to do that again, and they did it. They was denied at one point, and then they had to do it again, and so. It, they are like a, a, a more than owning training, they are advocate with regards to understanding dyslexia, communicating dyslexia. And so in this Dyslexia Awareness Month, we are doing interviews like this one mm -hmm. um, on radio. We are also doing um, profiles on some of the exceptional people in the world, the superheroes of the world who are out there living with dyslexia and showing that, you know what, it's more of a superpower than a disability. You know? That's what we're talking about. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I love the fact that uh, your the association is mm -hmm. reaching out and really doing stuff now. That you all do stuff throughout the year and and really go to the schools, even though you don't get funding and stuff from the Ministry of Education. Yeah. Do they go to schools and make sure? to speak about yeah. it so that the teachers, the educators can identify um, yeah. some of the children. It, it's the, the program, the program is, is designed for students as well as teachers. A strong mm -hmm. part of it is teachers, because again, they are the main stakeholders who could identify in a classroom, but that child 
as dyslexia. And it's supposed to be something that we're supposed to be able to see a lot more straightforward versus guessing and the student hiding and being afraid to read in front of the class. And so so those are the the things that that I feel that um, at least on the the association level, Mm -hmm. uh, they have been doing a fantastic job in trying to get our disability be become like a household name and a household yeah. understanding yes you know yes i really but so do, that's do, that's there do you all go only what types of schools you all go to only primary schools or you go to secondary schools no as well? it's all across the board it's, it's teachers both on primary school and secondary school level as yes. well as the schools as well yeah yeah the but reason i asked you, that is uh-huh. because you know sometimes it may have gone undetected in a primary school level and uh, right. the secondary school students it's like yeah we, we're going through this i yeah. repeated math at cxe and it's only mm-hmm. from reading you realized that this was the reason why i know i didn't strip it so i'm like why right. is this so hard for me you know what else i had to repeat accounting i had to ah. repeat accounting as well but the, the 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 teacher that i had when i repeated it at form five he was fantastic and i ended up with a distinction after that but right. i'm like hmm you really discover these things along the way if you do your reading if you do your research and that kind of thing so i'm hoping that yeah. the organization the association can definitely spread its wings and be a little more forceful to the ministry of education as it mm. relates to and to parents as well not just through the schools but um, have more presence like on social media and that kind of thing for well, yeah, I, parents I, I'm working on that. I'm yes. working on that. I'm working on that. That's that's part of yeah. my um one of my responsibilities. Yeah. And so, I'll tell you too, Brendan. Right now I'm very interested in that. So I will be talking to you very soon. But um Yeah, man. More yeah. people on board. Let's yeah. let's ride this, let's ride this train to, to help others boy. It'll be yeah, a real it's, good it's too, journey. I don't want to trivialize it, but it's too simple uh, a disability to leave it unattended. Right. You know, and yeah. um Yes, we joke about the experiences that we've had, but it's kind of frustrating sometimes, huh? Oh, well, when you're in it, when you're yeah. in it, it's not cool. It's not no. cool at all. I mean, right. I, I, I thought I was, I, I, options-wise, in school, while other people were successful and that kind of stuff, I was a little ambitious, but I still feel like I was going to be a, a garbage man. Like, so it was, a, I'm telling you, it was a, not that a garbage man is a bad thing. Yeah, 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 at, at all. But, but, it was almost like I had fewer options based on my potential or my, my assumed potential, right? So leading up to like, I think I, I got diagnosed like after common entrance because I was struggling through school. I, in fact, during in my days, they call it common entrance. In common me entrance too, time, I wanted, copy, I wanted to copy. I wanted to copy. Like, if you give me a chance, I had a copy from <laughs> anybody. Plus, I had no faith in myself. No, man. No. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted a copy in common interest, I would admit it. Mm-hmm. And a, 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 a pass for Belmont sec, Boys Secondary with Jason Williams and uh-huh. all the, the, the likes. And uh, you Saint realize- St. Francis Boys now. Ah, is, yeah, okay. St. Francis Boys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And now you realize that in, in, in schools like that, a lot of the, the, not a lot of the guys were dyslexic. But in schools like that, people excel. People were, it was, it just was the exam that got you into this level. But people were bright, people would, it would, and it had some people who were struggling. And I just fit right in, like, yeah. psh, fit right in. Mm-hmm. And didn't want to do no work until form three when I realized that someone stole 
someone stole my geography book hmm. and I wrote over the entire text. Like I got a book borrow and I wrote over the entire notes, all the notes over okay. In, okay. in order to think. And that's when I realized I could actually, that's how I realized I could study. And that's when I started Excel. I had to write over all the notes before an exam in order for it to get into my brain. And that's when I, I, I came 14th. That's the first time I didn't come last. Like I came 14th. That's right, and like my, fa my family wanted to celebrate like we had that, a party or something like that. That's a celebration. It is. But, but, I, did... Know, like, <laughs> <laughs> but I did realize that, you know, they said that there's a memory when you actually write. Because even now, whilst you have all of these devices and technology that you can use, I still write in my diary so that I remember right. things. I see you using your left hand. Are you left-handed? No, this is my, this is my right hand. Oh, right oh. <laughs> do you, do you, do, are you like aware which hand is your right and your left? Like that's, yes, that's I know. for me. That like, was not, no, not anymore. I know now because I am left-handed and I use yeah. my right hand to do everything else. But you see directions. Oh, I, I suck at directions. Oh, what? Jesus. When somebody say turn right, I had to do, in order yeah. to turn right, I have to do this. Yeah, no, that's a turn right thing. Yeah, after I actually pinch myself, yeah. To say yeah, this is I have right. to do this. <laughs> if I don't do this, if I don't do this, we gone or no, we lost or no. Hey. We're going left, oh. right through, right through. <laughs> oh, good. I love when you can laugh at yourself, you know, because oh, hey, no, I, I have. And I give I've nobody learned. no room to laugh at me at all. No, at I've all. learned. And it hmm. is, it's bad. It's bad in certain instances. When I was in UE, mm -hmm. I was in, I used to study with this girl called Avion Hercules. Mm -hmm. And Avion would get A's and A pluses, and I would get B's and B minuses, mm -hmm. right? And Avion sat down with me during one of our study sessions and she say, you know, I just study the same thing you tell me to study. Like everything you tell me to study, like the way you study, I study the same thing. And how I get A's and you did. Mm -hmm. I said, give me, you know, maybe that get, maybe like how I was right or something like that, it don't make sense. She said, anyway, when you leave school, you should become a lecturer, mm -hmm. teach us because you're real good. So I help Avion and I take in, uh, yeah, I take in pips, I take in pips because a lot of, my way of studying was very visual, yes. same thing like you. Yes. So I would have to draw diagrams and mm -hmm. like subjects like human and social biology where I had to draw the, mm -hmm. the liver and the heart and all these, and geography where you had to draw certain things like a peninsula. And, mm -hmm. So those things, those visual subjects is where I, I they did really well at. Wow. And so later on in life, when I when I was navigating to event planning, mm -hmm. something that you could do, physical yes. decor mm -hmm. and setting things up and looking at design and you know creating stuff that are physical, it became natural to me. So yes. dyslexia in itself manifests itself away from words and definitely away from words and numbers. Yes, into 
into craft and creativity and idea you, generation. Yeah, this is what I was about to say. Uh, you would find that a lot of people who are dyslexic end up being creatives or creatives right. are dyslexic. I don't know how to put it, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because it's the same thing okay, with me yeah, too. It's, it's both, it's both, it's, it's both like they, it's, it's an easy, it's an easy way to go. And yeah. they, they normally say it's right brain and left brain. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. when we have people like Einstein, Steve on, Jobs. Yes. When, because at the end of the day, remember the simplicity of things is that, and I, I see it in lecturing too. Some people like, you see this PowerPoint presentation, it's only a word and oh, oh yeah. gosh, yeah. oh gosh. Visuals yeah, are and always, how much yeah. of that you can take. But if you see a picture of two cars and you say, this car is what you want and this mm -hmm. car is what you don't want. Mm -hmm. How easy is that? That's And then and you cheese. just... Talk about the reasons why you want or not want the car, as opposed to uh -huh. reading the little points of, yeah, I totally uh -huh. agree. Even on so, on um, social media, if I see something no. that has too much text. No. You see, see more. You see, see more. Right. On a, on a post from the time right. I see that and I click on see more and I see they have a whole epistle. I was like, nah, I can't read this point. Yeah. <laughs> it's too much. Yeah. But, but we've realized <laughs> now that using infographics. Yes. And... Uh, and using bigger words and more straightforward marketing, like they would put instead of in the past, they used to have real thing words. People like they used to concentrate a lot on words in the past. Mm -hmm. So you mm -hmm. could read, you can read our KFC added it for like 20 minutes. Yeah. Now it's straightforward. Mega meal. Da -da 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 -da. Everything is now shortened, which is a benefit for um persons with disabilities, learning disabilities. Yes. yes. But it's also so the visual element. So yeah. a lot of the things have been changing to visual elements as well. And we've been seeing like animation wise, audiobooks have changed and helped us a lot. Oh, thank too. you, Jesus. Here now. I, I well, of course, in my career, Audiobook. I'm like, in my career, I was like, this is something that I will do for people for free, especially for students. If it is they could um, convert right. some of the textbooks into audiobooks for some students who have reading disabilities and stuff like that, like dyslexia. I said, you know, I will do that for free because I know what the challenge was right. with having to right. read and pay attention and take notes and all of that. So it's it's really um, I was like, yeah, this is this is good stuff. That te technology, without directly um, doing something about it, it has helped with people yeah. with dyslexia. It has helped with that progress. Yeah, I'm sure about it. So audiobooks yeah. is a good thing. Yeah. Richard Branson, who I, yeah. I really admire that man. Um, yeah. Tom Cruise. Uh-huh. Leonardo da Vinci. He's an artist, right. so you could tell. Very visual right. person as well. Visual, right. Walt Disney. Listen, so yeah. so why is it? Mm -hmm. <laughs> why is it that we could see pioneers along the lines? Yes. Doing visual. And a lot of the things they do is visual. Eh? Mm -hmm. Richard Branson's a very visual yes. guy, which is branding and marketing approaches and his stunts that he creates is not about talk so yeah. when we see these things these things are in line with creativity in yeah. line with, with with changing the world mm -hmm. um this guy lewis hamilton oh yes i saw you highlighted him the other day you, we would not know so yeah. is it is it i mean yes he's a driver you don't need to read no word to drive mm -hmm. but at the end of the day, mm -hmm. <laughs> at the end of the day though to navigate through the school system 
and not be deterred to continue right and then find something that you're good at there's that so much challenges to keep you back to say well you you should you shouldn't go there you shouldn't go there yeah because yeah. you can't read it or That's you shouldn't true. go there because you can't interpret mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. so i saw that whoopi um whoopi goldberg is also um mm -hmm. dyslexic Whoopi. right but the thing is too even when i am speaking a lot and i i don't know if you recognize it but i speak very fast so right. when i'm speaking fast the brain moving faster than my mouth and that's right. when i start to mix up everything but then i'll be talking <laughs> like normal us how you can right. believe the, the sink anyways and it sounds perfectly normal oh, to me yeah so my right. own is is really concentrated on the the verb, the oral part of it <laughs> I hardly ever right. write back to front because I don't write that often. But when I do, I will have to keep on. Well, of course, we have spell check and stuff like that. So it will fix it. But mm -hmm. I had a standard three teacher, Miss Perryman, who used to cut my ass for spelling. Now, right. I was really, really good. I was good in everything in school. So I skipped standard to all kind of thing. But mm -hmm. I used to get licks for getting anything wrong at all. So spelling mm -hmm. was never an issue for me when I had a test. Right, right, <laughs> Again, right. Again, full marks. But you realize that now when you're doing speed writing and that kind of thing, you will. I will always, because I'm writing my notes for this this um interview here, this conversation. Oh, it had a real thing that up that back to front, but I know I write it. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Oh, I, yeah. I, think um, I really, I really think that that dictation mm -hmm. it was um Miss Azimun. I remember the names too, Miss Azimun. And mm -hmm. I went I went to plenty primary schools too, eh? because be, because of it. Mm -hmm. My mom moved me from St. Joseph Boys. Hey, hey, you went to St. Joseph Boys? I went to St. Joseph Girls. This is the school. Mm -hmm. I went to St. Joseph Boys, where I met my brothers like Omari and a few others. Mm -hmm. And then I went to TML, lower down the road. Right. Right, that's La Hoya, um, opposite La Hoya. Yeah, the Muslim school, right? Yes. That's where I met another brethren named Brand Cardinals. Hmm. Then I left there and went Kirab Fatima RC. Now, all through the schools I was being moved is because there was a this thought that I wasn't coping well with the school. Oh, you see? Hmm. It's not the school, it wasn't the school, is I wasn't coping well because I didn't know how to cope. Yeah. Yeah. And so when I went when I went to Kirab Fatima RC, I still wasn't diagnosed then. I, okay. I was in the A class. I don't know how I reached in the A class, but I was in the A class, but I used to come last. And and that it used to be very stressful because coming last again, the, the nice thing about me, and that's why I'm a good businessman, is I feel a lot, I feel a lot in my youth. Mm -hmm. So I I accustom feeling like so in business when you come and you, you make a mistake or you lose some money, it's like man, I feel already, so I can't feel again. Whatever. You see so how you, everything you in this life has its purpose, boy. Yeah, man. Yeah, I man. Love so I, I love so it. I used to come last and thing. So and that girl, the girl who I mentioned earlier, Tashana, she used right. to do, do bad too. She used to do bad. I thought she was one of me. I thought we were on the same level. So that's oh, when, she would be killed too. But when I asked her with the beautiful thing, I thought she was, I thought she would have been cool about it. I thought she would have said, yo, no scene, like, I'll help you out. But mm -hmm. now she make me out there. Maybe she could have real spell, you know? I feel she had like you and you want to play a right today for probably, some probably still, probably, Now, well, I saw, she actually was one of the students in one of my event classes when I was lecturing at Outer Lock Jack. Yeah? She came in the oh, class. Oh, you lectured, is it Outer Lock Jack you lectured at? I did that yeah, program. Yeah, I lectured yeah. there. I lectured there for 10 years. Oh, okay. So, yeah, so I could have make out, but of mm -hmm. course, me being the decent person that I, I could have say, hey, remember when you were in primary school? 
Nah, nah. Nah, better than now. Oh gosh, you're too silly, so, you know. This is this is the life. One of the things that they touched on in my reading is that there are two types dyslexia. There's the phonological dyslexia, and then there's the surface dyslexia. So it's right. actually broken down into two parts. And the phonological, of course, is where we mispronounce words or we misspell words and whatever. And then the surface right. one will definitely be how we communicate. <clears throat> I think both of us listening to our experiences, I think we are on the mm-hmm. surface level. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And that one in five people actually yeah. suffer from dyslexia. Now I so come from a family. High. I come from a family of five siblings and I had to be the one. <laughs> <laughs> it was like one, two, three. You have you take it. You take yeah, it. Yeah, you, you take, take it. it. <laughs> yeah. But, but more and more, I really, I mean, because of my visual element and where I've gravitated into event planning and now now as a real estate agent, I'm just I really concentrate on being visual in a lot of the things I do. I think I'm pretty certain it, it helps a lot of people as well. Yeah, and it's it's really cool for persons who like venture into marketing and yes. that kind of thing because yes. that visual element is a strong part of mm-hmm. what other humans enjoy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, you know, and I see I say other humans like if the sexier people like uh, <laughs> not a normal, like we are X Men or something like that. <laughs> but sometimes I wonder, you know. Sometimes I wonder. I feel no. I feel like I mean, based on some of the characters that we have who are dyslexic, I feel like we're really different in truth. Yeah, it's a superpower. It is a superpower. That's, that's the only way to define it. <laughs> but I really have, I am happy that the Dyslexia Association is doing what you're doing. I want to see more presence on social media, yeah. Brendan. The more, inf- the more information that is out there and the more presence that the Dyslexia Associ- Association has, you will find that parents are a little more alert and aware for their children. Mm. And then they can yeah. have the conversation with teachers. Teachers right. can understand because I remember um, it's earlier this week was Teachers World Teachers Day, and I often I said I said this very publicly that there are teachers who are there for the vocation, and then there are teachers who have it just for the job, and they don't really right. care. We grew up mm-hmm. in the era of teachers who really cared about your development, so it's yeah. easy for them who, to who, notice. Who wanted to be a teacher? Yeah, and it's easy for them to notice when something is a little off. But now, I think yes, we still have teachers like that but it's not in the majority. So mm-hmm. when you have the relationship between the parent who's aware of certain things with their children and the teachers who can be now, who can now say, okay, yeah, I did notice this in class. We have that cohesion and then the child starts to right. benefit. Even like time, like extended time and mm-hmm. giving people a little more than, because believe me, the, the, the way in which parents and teachers talk could also, you know, they talk about this self-fulfilling prophecy about what the kids hear their parents say about them and what the teachers say about them could determine their future. Mm-hmm. I mean, in some instances, people take the negative and turn it around, but in mm-hmm. some in- other instances, people believe it and continue. Yeah. I, I remember overhearing, um, uh, it was Miss Quan, it's Miss Quan soon. Um, there's Cornel, Miss Cornel, and my mother speaking on the back step of the school. Talk, this is primary school, eh? Talking about how I get, I got eight eight percent in math. Right now, this is everybody else in the seventies and eight. this is maths in primary school. People don't get eight percent. Like people no. just do get. No. Don't, nobody <laughs> gets almost all wrong, right? Yes. 
So they're talking about me, and they talk about me, and I overhear it. And I'm like, if they talk about somebody else, and Miss Miss Cornell is saying he did really bad, and is it that he's not he, he, he's he's not understanding the, the math, and and, and, and and my mom trying to defend me, oh. saying that you know it could be the teaching. Oh Jesus! <laughs> of course she would, but who? Which parents ain't gonna defend their kids? You know. She said, could be the teacher. Maybe you're not doing it right. But that sounds like a, a mother like me. I would I would say something like that. Yeah, that's a soccer mom. That's a soccer yeah. mom. She yeah. out there waving the flag of their kids. Like, no, you're yeah. not teaching them right. So how do you expect them to get more than, like, you I mean only it, get I mean Huh? That is me there. <laughs> right. So, yeah. So those are, the, those, <laughs> those are the conversations that the young kids could be hearing all now. And we have to now prep parents yes. and prep teachers to avoid those situations. Because Correct. it could always go the negative way mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. so those are the, the things i feel very strongly about um with this with this education and approach that we we as the but part of the the dyslexia association will yes. be taking you know how long has the dyslexia association been i don't know why i well, get problems they, to say association still, today the association well, <laughs> association oh. is since 1990 <laughs> wow so and and again they 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 have been doing a, a, a strong and again these these are stalwarts that they have been they are pushing this agenda communicating accordingly sh sharing with with all their strengths yes um doing what they do they have position on um in i think in in woodbrook the office mm -hmm. is right there and again their contact number is um 281 read very simple okay. to remember Okay. 281 read um that's the contact number to reach mm -hmm. us mm -hmm. and uh is dyslexia ttorg.org that's the that's the website yeah the website, and on yeah. facebook it's dyslexia association of tnt yeah and instagram it's just let me put it up and mm -hmm. i'm in, in charge of instagram by the way and i can't remember what it is <laughs> but i will um i will definitely share this information with the listeners because it's important very very important yeah it's dyslexia tt dyslexia on instagram TT. okay great. yeah Instagram. I will tag all of those. That's cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah, man. We can begin followers increasing as well. It's like yeah, timing a little slowly. Again, but as you see, when and it's a volunteer association, and it's not like it's a paid job. Of course. But with, with associations in Trinidad, you know, and we do get a lot of support. I can't call out this sponsors because sponsors. we get so much different sponsors mm -hmm. i don't want to signal out anybody, anyone. No, and you can't they ain't sponsoring my podcast. So here, hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I'm just keeping it nice and naked. Shocks. Yeah, man. Yeah. If not, uh, no plugs, no plugs, yeah. no plugs for anybody. Um, and that has been a, that has been a, 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 a real support for the association and their, their mantra throughout the years. Mm -hmm. you know? I love it. I love it. And yeah. um, I want Good to see vibes. it grow. Good vibes. I definitely want to see it grow. So I am going to jump on board because, um, being someone in it myself and, and really forgetting about it. I joked about it for years. Like, I just, I, that's a dyslexia. So it was a yeah, big thing for me. It's like, oh God, You plug dyslexia. it in, you plug it in. You plug yeah. it in to, like, to, to push people away from you. And I, I have a, a partner called Dinesh Ragu, a very intelligent guy, Yui. This guy, I meet him in Ministry of Planet. He, he used to quote, I told him once in confidence, you know, when I'm wrong, um, I used to spell my name wrong. So he started to call me. Um, I tell him, I think it was like Don, Don. Brent, so I used to spell my whole name wrong because it's Brent. And I used to put the DL account. Right? <laughs> cool, 
Kulit na. Red bellet boy. Good. <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> Up the no. Up the no, Dinesh. On my Dinesh, just call me Don Don Brand. Don Brand. All the time, you know. For the rest of my life, you go and call me Don Brand. So, <laughs> yes, have. You have these instances, these instances where it manifests itself into being. <laughs> I try to keep it in. Because you know why I'm laughing? I said it. I said I have an interview after interview with Dan Brown. And I said it earlier this morning. I was talking to a friend. <laughs> so that's why I'm laughing. It's like, you see? You see what I'm saying? Boy. Yeah. It's straightforward. It's straightforward. Oh my God. You're from the same planet. You're from the same planet. <laughs> I but love it. I love that I have company, you know? Yeah, man. So the, when my the, friends being, they, they want to tell me, oh, God, silly, you come with your back to front self again. Yeah. <laughs> I have company. And it's yeah, legitimately yeah. so. I'm no, doing it, something it, about it. And I, I, I didn't necessarily embrace it. But a lot of times, like, when I'm rushing to do proposals, every time when you're rushing, you just end up making the mistakes, of right? Of course, yes. It's when you're when rushing. you're rushing to do proposals and you work on it and they can, didn't get anybody to reread it, mm-hmm. you kind of, how to put it, say, you could be, in my case, I remember I was doing one for Unilever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I submitted the proposal and went and pre- present. They had to present the next morning. Hmm. Going down in there and big on the people's screen, something oh. spelled wrong in the presentation. Mm-hmm. And the lady automatically said, you know what, we wouldn't be able to give you the job. Well, I was about to say that because, funny enough, for somebody who has dyslexia, I'm also a grammar banton. Right. And spelling yeah. banter. And so I will see it immediately when somebody yeah. misspells something or, or right. says it in the wrong context or whatever. And it's yeah. so, such a distraction for me to continue reading on or to trust what the person is saying and all of that. So exactly. maybe that's what happened in that scenario. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, so, so even while you are, uh, you can't, it's not like if you have a hat or a, a t shirt to say, oh, I have dyslexia, give right. me a blight mm-hmm. in life or something along those lines. But you could easily be. And I say marginalized, but disadvantage. Correct. On even in the corporate world, because you are as an adult, you it it you can't necessarily pull up that card to say, oh, give me a blight. I really have yeah. a real problem, and I'm not I'm not like faking it. There you is know? no pardon at all, apparently. No, none at all, because <laughs> on a, a corporate level, spelling and editing and mm-hmm. grammar is nothing that people hands down they don't play with. No. You know, no. and so you may not be able to fit into the corporate world. I, I was doing research, research for the office of the prime minister and had to write reports. I don't even know how I gravitate. I, I, I navigate my way through that job because we had to write all kind of 2,000, 2,000 yeah. word, 10,000 well, I mean, word reports. You had people to, help to proofread for you? Listen to me. I had real people help me write them. Yes. Real yeah. And that's great. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, write most of it too. <clears throat> you were? 
<laughs> People help me write most of this as well. Yeah. No. Teamwork makes the dream work, man. <laughs> yeah, so. Oh, gosh. But um, I really want to see <clears throat> that um, persons with dyslexia, we are already integrated into society. It's not like you have to go to a special ed school or anything like that for it. There is mm-hmm. nothing wrong with someone who um, suffers with dyslexia, but it is important to be aware so that you can fix certain things. And as we were saying earlier, technology has, for some strange reason, um, provided for that because we could benefit from so many um, facets of technology for that. Mm-hmm. And uh, with the associations like the Dyslexia Association of TNT, um, we will continue to help persons along their journey because you mm-hmm. shouldn't feel, no one should really feel disadvantaged as you said just now there or have to be in a situation like that because of something they have absolutely no control over yeah so it's nice it's nice to be part of something that way we can help people Uh, it's something that we really have to cope and get diagnosed as early as possible Mm -hmm. so that we can try and live a normal life if it is that you are someone whose attention span is limited, if that has to do with the fact that you have girls, because ask anybody, ask any of my closest friends, mm-hmm. ask any one of them, and ask them if I, they will be talking to me, and I will, I would not be able. Like I have, Blank. Li- I have it too. Is two extremes. Mm-hmm. I could concentrate on one thing, and the older I get, I realize this. I could only con- I could concentrate on one thing at a time. I it's used to be here. able. I used to be able to like, uh, when I was doing event planning, we used to do multi, a lot of multitasking because we had mm-hmm. different events and that kind of stuff, but I was still struggling doing that. Mm-hmm. And after, due to COVID, I've like now started to do real estate, real estate. only mm-hmm. and like concentrate on being a landlord only. Mm. But when I'm doing, I'm a landlord, I can't do real estate. And when I'm doing real estate, I can't do like, so my focus, even people, too much people talking to me about certain things, I can't. Mm-hmm. Multitasking mm-hmm. is not one of my strongest things. Totally agree. Because Terrible at it. Sometimes I'll be in my vehicle. If I have company in the vehicle with me, I am on a phone call. If the police listen, it's because I was a dead. Go study it. Right. Uh, so I'm on a phone call. <laughs> right. And my sister might be speaking to someone else in the background or whatever. And they will say to me, you're too fast. Because I will say to them, but I'm on the phone. You all could take it down a little bit. But for some reason, I am distracted by what they're talking about. Mm-hmm. and trying to listen to the person on the line at the same time mm-hmm. but they both face because i was like i was on the phone first come on mm-hmm. <laughs> but the no, people will no. always say that to me is like you're, you're too fast i said no it's not mm-hmm. fast it's just like my attention is grabbed in different directions from the time i hear the noise or whatever yeah so that's what you were talking about so, with the extremes it's either you're very attentive or you zone out altogether yeah and I, I, like there's all of that going on mm-hmm. i like okay like let's talk I can't like you. I can't have a conversation with you if the TV on in the room. Correct. Yeah. If the TV is on, mm-hmm. we are not having a conversation. Yeah, yeah. And straight off, straight off. So don't feel that yeah, we had a healthy conversation because I most of the time I was watching the TV. The TV. Yeah. Yeah. Oftentimes so my children will be speaking to me. Mommy, did you hear what I just said? I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. What? Are yeah, I do that too. Not- I do that all the time. That's after what's after. Were you telling me earlier because I really didn't listen to you, know, child. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that whole attention span thing for me, I was like, shit, this has to be the reason why 
every single report card had on it saying it's too talkative in class. I used mm. to real talk. And I, in my reading, I saw that persons with dyslexia to kind of deflect from what mm -hmm. was going on with them, you found that they would be very talkative or, or not mm -hmm. pay attention. And, that, and I said, there you go. Easy. Easy. There you go. Easy. That was generally it. I, again, I am, um, I, I pull up, I have my report book from primary school. You do? Pull it up the other day. Wow. I mean, in my matter, I used to get asked in something, right? Mm -hmm. I remember my, my daughter had asked me, she said, you know, dad, I did really bad. And I'm ashamed to show my mom mm -hmm. my report, right? Mm -hmm. So I said, you know what, girl? Don't worry, we can sort it out. And I, I grabbed my report book and I went up by her and I pulled her report in order to compare notes. So I was going to show her my report. Mm -hmm. When I saw her scores, because she only got B's and A's, but oh. she was feeling bad. I say, yeah, I can for these children, that's bad for them. Listen to me. I can show her my report book, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell me again, Ara. Listen to me. I didn't show her nothing. I didn't show her nothing. I couldn't show her. <laughs> I can <laughs> embarrass myself. So, no, 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 no. First, it was terrible, you know? It was terrible. We struggled. We re I really struggled through school. And the, the, the reports from then would really show, would really make you feel that you were a failure hmm. in life. Yeah. Because you had a bad reports based on your disability. It would really shock. It would really shock your soul for you to feel like you could succeed in anything. Hmm. And so the traditional school in all these things wasn't wasn't designed it's for me not. at that point in time. And look at that. Look at how many years have gone by and we still don't have the provision for it. Mm -hmm. Because I don't think that there's a provision for that. In any of the PTA meetings that I've been to, you never mm. heard um, teachers or the, or the school talk about okay, does your child have, when you're registering for schools, do you ever see that on a form? Mm -mm. You know, so no. it's something that definitely has well, to be looked at. I have a funny, I have a funny story. Oh God, you're so, going to make me laugh scandalous again. Yeah, so <laughs> here is that. I and you, you right? Mm -hmm. Remember, it's all through my life, all through my life it happened, right? Yes. So I and you, there's a subject called FD10A. Uh-huh. You know what about it? Yes. In English for academic purposes. <laughs> it is for everybody who's not so strong in English up now. Wow. So you'll pass all your subjects and then you'll sit FD10 two years later in order to try and get a degree. Oh, shucks. So I, I went through FD10 in UE. I went UE in Trinidad, failed it here. Went to Bahamas and failed it twice. Came back to Trinidad and in order to, in order to graduate, I had to write this exam. Now, this is September and I'm trying to graduate in October, right? Hmm. So this is the last chance, like the last exam, the last chance to graduate. I went to the exam with, with a dictionary and in visual said, um, what, why you have this dictionary? And I said, boss, I dyslexic and we are allowed, we are allowed to have a dictionary in, in exams like these. He couldn't make a call at the time. So I was allowed to sit the exam. He allowed me to sit the exam with the dictionary. I think I Thank cheated. God. I, I still think I cheated. Thank God, yeah, I pass. I pass. Mm -hmm. I pass. Hmm. Because I get to check over my spelling and I open the dictionary and I'm making sure that things were correct. So the only reason I have a degree is because of that situation in which I, I think I hmm. cheated. <sighs> well, yeah. yeah. It is what it is. <laughs> If they, had proper, if they had proper systems in place, you wouldn't have to call it cheating. 
Yeah. You did. You 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 just preempted what the education system should have been doing all along. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I got you. Oh you know? gosh, this is beautiful. So, uh, Brendan, <clears throat> where can we get? Well, you gave us the numbers already for the yeah. dyslexic so Dyslexia Association of Trinidad Tobago. So, I will put that up on uh, the, the page. It's the Facebook. Apple website, yeah? so just go. Basically, if you go dyslexiatt.org, mm -hmm. yeah, you'll get all the information there. Great, great, because I really want to get people to. Uh, it talks about the disability. It talks about the events that we have in and that mm -hmm. kind of thing. Okay, great. Yeah. Great stuff. Brennan, this was a really, really, really great conversation. And I know I laugh like a hyena. I mean, like I laugh at all the shit I could possibly laugh at. <laughs> but it's really no laughing matter, guys, because at the end of the day, we do have to live with some of these flaws, as we like to say. But as Brendan and I both agree, this is actually our superpower because we know how to work through it, work around it and definitely get on with our lives. So to anyone out there who is suffering from dyslexia, I want you to know it's OK. It's OK. You just have to find ways to manage it and probably find ways to define it as well, because you may just think, that something's wrong with you but it's really about knowing what it is and knowing what to do to manage it thank you to cam cam productions for sharing your editing services with us as usual always grateful and of course guys remember to be a good human make sure to check out the naked podcast you can find us and share your thoughts on the saline solution on facebook or on the underscore saline underscore solution on IG. I'd love to hear from you as always. So look out for our next episode of The Naked Podcast. Cheers for now.